Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Power Hour. It's your favorite uncensored couple. It's really Power 30 Minutes, and I need y'all to start listening to this episode because he big mad. Um, <laughs> y'all need this in y'all life. Y'all know y'all want to talk about power. It's, it's, it's okay. Y'all talk about power on social media. I spoil it for people. Is what y'all do. Really do. Oh. Like, I'll be here telling her, let's hurry up and watch. As soon as I start seeing statuses, I'm like, all right, come on, let's hurry up and watch it, cuz. Whereas I just stay off of social media until after it airs, or at least after I watch it, because I know y'all gonna spoil it. That's what y'all do. But yet, y'all don't want to listen to Pow Wow. Makes no sense. I told him, I think it's because he put Tariq out there. Um, y'all asked for it. Here it go. Did they ask for it or did you tell them that they needed it? <laughs> so, get into it. Let's dive into episode three. <laughs> so, as we know, Tommy is making his moves. He's playing chess and the board is Chicago. Okay. So, the episode starts off. First of all, if you ain't watched it yet, which I don't see how you can't, spoiler alert, okay? <laughs> so uh, he starts off pretty much, uh, he's making his moves. Uh, I think the last episode of Power Hour, I had predicted that the two brothers was going to get into it. And I didn't expect it to happen the next episode. Yeah, but, I mean, it was inevitable because yeah. it's, it's a clear power struggle, struggle. between the two. Um, Diamond wants to do things the old school way. His brother don't. He's the, he's more the new school. He He's with the young kids. He, I mean, he... Even, like, deeper than that, like, Diamond is like, I started this. I know how this should go. Um, I know that my way ain't the only way but it works for me and i'm the one that created this like you wouldn't have what you have if it weren't for me don't get it twisted like even when i was locked up i was still making moves you was just the one making them on my behalf whereas his little brother is like i did all this right. this is mine i mean they both How got you a point come out? Yeah, yeah like diamonds right he started it like he's more of a thinker his little brother clearly is reactive reactive instead of proactive and but at the same time his little brother kind of has a point too like this is a whole new chicago these not the blocks you was running before you went in it's a whole new set of blocks ain't no ain't really no real gangs anymore it's all about blocks now you got friends turning on friends and shit because they rep they live in two different parts like he right this is a whole new chicago and his brother can't really, his big diamond can't really grasp that. Like, he still think he can run it the same way. I think that he grasped that things have changed. Um, I just don't think that he feels like that the, the changes are so drastic 
that his way of thinking, his way of moving, his way of doing things has to change drastically as well. Because um, it's not even like it's just his brother that's reactive. Like his brother and everybody that's underneath following and listening to his brother are reactive as well. Like yeah, there's not a thinking. Got a bunch of young shooters. Exactly. And I think Diamond realizes that, okay, shooters can be nice, but you need something besides that. You need something besides people that's going to leave just a lot of dead bodies in the way. You got all these dead bodies. Who am I selling my product to? Who's moving my product? Right. So they both got valid points. I'm really riding with Diamond. He's more of a thinker. His little brother just, he's just too, like you said, too reactive for me. Like being reactive only works for Tommy. It don't work for nobody else. And I think even over the years, Tommy has learned to not be as reactive as he was in Which the beginning. Which he learned from Ghost. Ghost, Hands down. Ghost done rubbed off on him. Hands down. Uh, there's still some things that Ghost did that's still not Tommy's way of doing things, but he definitely picked up some things from Ghost, and he's definitely not as reactive as season one, scene one, Tommy um, in Power from, you know, the very beginning of Power Universe. He's not the same Tommy. Things have happened. He's lost a lot of people, the most important people in his life. Like, right now, he's He's truly out here on his own, uh, which is why I think he keeps trying with his brother. Because like we said in the last episode, like his brother isn't necessary. But it's not. I, I'm, I, we we going to get the connection at some point. Yeah, it's going to unfold. We, we, um, gonna, we definitely going to get it. But right now. But right now he's not. He's not necessary, necessary at all. But I think that, you know. The necessary part of it is that Tommy Tommy came thinking, I guess, that he was going to reconnect or at least see his grandmother. And his grandmother is in a state of mind that she doesn't even know who he is or have the ability to, you know, communicate with him. So, and like, that is the only piece of family he has. He's cut off Kate. He killed his own father. Um, every woman he's ever loved has... <laughs> has been murdered so it's like he's he's out here on his own so i think that's why he keeps trying to make this connection make this bond with his brother try to um set his he doesn't want to because tim tommy has always been very family oriented which is strange to say about tommy but it's the truth like he he always keeps family close to his vest and i don't think he wants his family out here struggling if he feels like there's something that he could do about it, which is why, you know, he told him to ask, to give him his number. Right. So, to continue on from the brothers, well, CBI brothers. So, they get into a little fight to see who's going to be the top dog. Because clearly... Like you said, it's a power struggle. Both of them clearly think they're the top dog. And the little brother just had enough of pretending. Nah, nigga. I, I made us relevant. I keep, I mean, you made us relevant, but I kept us relevant. Like, I mean, I was holding shit down out here. And they get into a fight. 
So, of but course, brother Big Brother wins. Called, called him out because Diamond didn't want to participate in that fight at all because he he knew what the outcome was. And he told his little brother, and his bro- little brother can't see it because, you know, he feels like he's top dog. And I'm at a point in my life where I can fight my big brother and still end up on top because I am who I am. But Diamond told him, like, once we go down this road, there is no going back. Mm-hmm. Which they they went down that road. Diamond won, of course. Used to be a a boxer. Even though little brother had some moves, though, with that MMA. He had some moves. Thought he was going to get them. But we later find out in the episode, though, that the little brother let him win. It's all part of his plan. So now CBI is about to be divided old school new school and even you know his his little rider told him you know this about to divide everybody right he said half gonna stay with you and Hold half on. gonna stay Chicago's with diamond Chicago's very own jeremiah oh, that's jeremiah yes shit tell me <laughs> so i didn't know who the fuck the nigga was <laughs> okay okay shy town i see y'all so jeremiah getting this acting, acting on theme song with 50 for the show he is Okay, that's dope. I, I I ain't never even seen Jemaya to be honest with you. I done heard the song. I ain't I I, I can't even tell you last night and watched the damn video. So I don't know who these motherfuckers be no more. But yeah, he told him, you know, half gonna go with you, half gonna stay with Diamond. So we gonna wait to see what happens with that. So, you know, now back to the Egan brothers. Uh, like you said, Tommy is the only family he got left is his brother. Shot keep getting shot up by his son, which he doesn't know it yet. And uh Tommy's trying to help him figure this thing out like a, a brother would do. So let's wait to see what unfolds with that. And to keep it going with the little sibling thing, we got the Irish brother and sister. So the brother is clearly doing side shit that his father don't know about, fucking with CBI, making side deals. Well, okay, so we have to... So, um, well, first of all, with those siblings, the father has put all of his faith, his trust into his daughter. He basically just trusts his son to be the muscle and to fuck up and have to clean up. Whatever no, his but son the, son, the son is going to run it once he dies. So he ain't got too much faith in her. She she just well, keeps the book. She keeps the book. You, you keep my money, you pretty high up if i let you uh count my money and uh be in control of my finances you pretty high up there okay i mean everybody got a bookkeeper though yeah and that's should be your most trusted person but but see whenever she tried to bring other news to him though he like no take care of the books take care of me that's don't worry about that that's because of him being a dad like i don't think that has anything to do with this level of trust is because both siblings want to diversify the drug mm-hmm. portfolio they both and know they need he, money and he just like i he sell old pills we sell pills that's, that's what it. i do that's, that's it what we that's do. all i'm gonna ever we do we don't sell, sell pills out yeah. south we sell pills up, up north. north right so not only is it we just sell pills is we just sell pills up north so like uh tommy set up a meet between uh the 
Irish family. And wait, wait, Diamond. but hold on though. Before we go into that meeting, we gotta you keep talking about the siblings the though. Son, though, like well, that's I'm what I'm saying. To get but to where you was going with the son? Because but you the just son all over. No, the I didn't. And greet. Yes, you did. No, because we ain't at the meet and greet yet. We still talking about the siblings. So, but when you the said son... that the son is doing side deals with the CBI, that means you skipped over the whole. No, because I still, I still was going somewhere else with it okay. so the son is doing the side the side deals to cbi he's trying to because he know they need money like the daughter has said our profits is down what 12 percent of some shit so he trying to do side deals and at the same time now it looks like the daughter because she don't hooked up with some she hooked chick. up with what seems to be a chemist a chemist the yeah chemist has come up with a compound um where it is it looks like a pill i don't think but she it, i don't think she came up with it i think she just realized it had already existed so basically this pill that they have come up with was a diet pill mm -hmm. that the fda said was too close, close to to coke or cocaine something like that to cocaine and so the FDA wouldn't approve it for diet, but stop, girl. Um, they're they've gotten their hands on it, mm -hmm. and they're going to try to push it in the streets. So, trying to kind of give Daddy what he wants because it's still a pill, but it's not what they're currently selling. Mm -hmm. And of course. Daddy Flynn won't hear out. Yeah, because it's the equivalent of the powder that he's trying to stay away from. It's just in pill form. And the thing about Daddy Flynn, but he we won't gotta... even let her get that far. It's just like, ooh, right. no. And see, going back to our little debate about who he trusts more, the thing with Daddy Flynn is he's old school. Like, he just feels like, this is my son. He has the birthright to take over. Not realizing right. that his daughter is way smarter than that's, both y'all niggas put together. That's what I'm saying. I don't think that he's putting his son in charge because he trusts him. I just think that he's putting him in charge because that's the natural order of things. Like if he could step out of his racist caveman mindset, huh. I think that he would um, put his daughter in charge. But because of who he is, it's like, ugh, you're the only son I have, so... Ugh, this gotta go to you. Yeah, right. You ain't earn it. And he he definitely ain't ready to hand it over yet. Like the nigga, no. it seems like the nigga is dying. Right. And he just don't want to hand it over yet because the son, you know, made a suggestion his... about how he's gonna make it his own. And Daddy Flynn was like, No. Yeah. You yeah. take over, but you keep doing what I'm doing. Exactly. <laughs> so, like, yeah, the man's got one foot in the ground, literally. And he just will not let go of the business. He will not focus on himself. Will not do any of that because, like I said, like I don't feel like he trusts his son at all. He just is like, "Ugh, you're the only son I have, so I kind of gotta let you run this, but over my dead body." <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Okay, so. We done talked about all the siblings that's in force right now. So please introduce them to the that meeting. We're aware of. 
that we're aware of yeah because it's probably you never the, know yeah because i think the bartender chick has a sibling that we're going to be introduced to i just don't know at what point and where her sibling will factor in but i feel like she has a sibling um that we're going to be introduced to so you said she wants talk, to talk about a, yeah talk about the meet and greet so tommy sets up this meet and greet with uh the Flanagans and Diamond and not knowing like so he has his little powwow with his, his business partner that he had for all of five minutes like he let the girl um cut down everything mm-hmm. told her they was gonna split it 50-50 she got it was crazy she she kind of impressed Tommy so yeah. and that's big like yeah with her cut because Tommy done seen it all, so yeah. so uh, but that partnership, like I said, lasted all of five minutes. He took her to a meeting that he had with you know Daddy Flanagan, and um, that was about she started talking some stuff that was not in line with his vision, um, for how things are gonna so, go in Chicago, but she did give him insight on how things go in Chicago. Yeah. Um, like yes, Chicago is a big city. It is one of the largest in the um in the country. However, it is even in 2022, it is very segregated. Mm-hmm. Everybody like there's a minimal diversity, like the way that they I'm described like it is now. Yes, that's what I'm saying. I said, and even in 2022, oh, it's not. You don't listen Leah, to me. Leah, Leah came in here and showed me something that kind of threw me off. Mm-hmm. So, like, the comparison that they made in the show was, like, right on the nose. Like, New York has its borough. Chicago has its blocks. So, you go up north, you know, you have a certain level of diversity you go to the south side you go east what like we are segregated so she showed him how everything works showed him that the cbi boys take over the south um how you know the flanagans are up north and so um nobody crosses and out west and no right and nobody crosses out west so he took that information digested it and ran with it because he like i'm not from here i don't have to follow these rules but i can make some connections and make some moves within this information that you gave me then he kicked out center on our way and that's when he set up the the meet and greet between the two not like fully understanding how deep the racism runs in Chicago because it is 2022. So he, you know, this isn't a part of his world. His The person that he loved most in the world was Ghost, a black man. And, you know, even though his old school father had some kind of feelings about, you know, Ghost or whatever, and they didn't mix, like, his brother, the one that he loves most, was a black man, so he doesn't get the whole racism thing and how deep it runs. So he kind of set up this meet and greet blindly. But even though he was warned, even though by he was Diamond, warned, right, he got a first hand taste of how racist the Flanagans is, right, or how, or at least the father, right, because they came together 
and Diamond was by himself with the exception of, you know, Tommy being the mediator there and um, presenting how he felt like the business could go, how, you know, the North side could bring a pill South and, you know, the South can bring a, they business up North and everything seemed to be going smoothly until Papa started talking. <laughs> With that racist tongue. Right. He started accusing Diamond of, you know, killing some people. Yo, his but crew. did you see how Daddy Flanagan pulled the, uh, he pulled the, uh, Gucci man when they did the verses? When, uh, Daddy Flint, when uh Diamond said you killed nine of my men, and he said, only reason why I ain't sin no more is because I ain't want no one to die for over a rumor, something like that. And Daddy Flanagan pulled the Gucci man and he said, Yeah, because I would have killed the rest of them. <laughs> yes, because Diamond was basically like, because he's like, I didn't do it, you killed my men, all because you think we all look alike. Like, yeah, some black crew did get your mans, but it wasn't mad. And you sat up here and did all this bloodshed and have all this animosity towards me and my crew when we didn't do anything. Like, we, we were not the ones involved in the shenanigans that, you know, ended your crew. And so, he's like, Everybody kept trying to put a muzzle on him. He wasn't trying to hit none of that. So Diamond was like, I ain't got time for this. And he just left. And like Tommy was just stuck. Cause like I said, he didn't realize how. Yeah, he ain't he I mean Diamond tried to warn him, but he, he didn't want to hear that because like the girl even warned him too. And he told the girl, he said, nah. Only color I care about is green. green. Right. And they should too. Right. But nah. Right. Nah, nigga, it's not New York. It's Chicago. Okay. <laughs> you can only go so far. <laughs> Wanna stay alive? It stops right here. But yeah, so right. You see how you don't fit in at all, and you didn't got all these enemies from the five minutes that you been here. Right. Nigga ain't even had them all fucking. I ain't even see him eat a deep dish yet. You already got enemies. Like, no, he had square pizza with his brother, and he said he can't get used to the squares. I don't know why they didn't have no deep dish. Um, since it was just the two of them, why they had this big ass square pizza? Um, so I'm glad you mentioned Scarface. I call it Scarface, uh, because that's another topic. So, like you said, there was business partners for all of like 10 minutes until she started saying some shit Tommy ain't agree with. So, some of the stuff she said that Tommy ain't agree with, she somehow wanted to buy her portion of the bricks because she's saying that whoever the bricks belong to ain't coming for them. Tommy keep trying to say, no, it's 10 bricks here at 30 grand a piece. Ain't nobody about to let that type of money slide. Even though she keep insisting that no one's coming. Well, someone's coming. Because all of a sudden, you want to take your bricks and go about your business. Right. Tommy like, no, I'm going to hold on to all these. Well, let me buy you out then. He said, no, let me buy you out. So, we about to soon see who this girl done robbed or killed. 
because for these bricks, a lot of gunfire in the next episode. So yeah, it's it we we're about to see because yeah, her doing that set Tommy's antennas up like okay, so they coming for him. So let me send you about your way because they have no reason to connect any of this to me because. I don't like you. I want you dead my damn self. Um, go save your life. So let me just go ahead and see you about your way. Um, and plus, when he seen that little spider car, he was a little, you yeah, could see it on his face. He was a little, yeah. He keeps pulling it out, keeps examining it. Um, I feel like, so every time we watch, we say that we want to go back and watch from the beginning. And I really do because I feel like that spider car has come up before in power and i feel like that's why it intrigues him because i feel like to a certain degree he already knows who that car belongs to damn you might be right i think we did see that before because i know like for a period of time there was uh, in power everybody was getting a car yeah and if you got that car you was about to die yeah I know, yeah. I'm gonna have to watch. I'm damn. You gonna send me all the way back to season one, episode one? I should have told Ty to wait for me. <laughs> watch everything over again. I know you don't gotta watch it at one. You can watch it at home. It can be a group project. Uh, we can explain some things to you. <laughs> but yeah, everybody, that that's the episode in a nutshell. What I do want to say though is that you know um, you may not know this, but it reminds me of why everyone loved Sex in the City. Like, you know, the characters were great, but the biggest character in Sex in the City that everybody hands down loved was New York. Sex in the City was the first show that, like, literally made the city that they were filming in, that they were living in, a character. And I feel like that's what Force is going to do. Like, it ha- it gives you little nuggets and pieces of Chicago and our history by talking about, you know, the square pizza and the, um, the way that. the... Yes, Mrs. O'Leary's cow and um, just the way the blocks are formed. So I feel like Chicago is going to be a huge character for force as it should be i mean so much is filmed here i mean everybody do their part of giving the city its credit when it films here except empire but oh my God. you know that's oh neither here we, nor we there. all knew that empire was still filmed here i had so many people that i know personally that were extras in power uh i mean in empire so but yeah, you're right. They they doing a good job of making the city a character itself. Which I mean it should because just like New York, like Chicago, if you if you're not from here and you think you just about to come here and run shit, Chicago will swallow you whole and spit you out. Just like New York. So I mean, yeah, they, they definitely... I was going to say that we're rich in history, but I guess. Um... I mean, yeah, <laughs> yes. I mean, Chicago is. I mean, it's so much history that, that has came out of Chicago, which is why I don't understand why fucking, well, 
because they don't respect history. That's that's another that's a whole another discussion. We we getting off a discussion. It's not even that. Is it's not taught. Um, as somebody who's grown up here and lived here, when it comes to like a lot of the history about Chicago that I've learned, I've learned um, from certain family members. I've learned from researching myself because I love to read and just knowledge is power. Um, but like, as far as what we were taught in school about Chicago's history, Mrs. O'Leary's gal. Every single year, Mrs. O'Leary's gal. That's it. And do I, I mean, but <laughs> there, there's more. Like, uh, and like in all of my years of living here, we went to the uh, DuSable Museum one time for a field trip. Um, but there's tons of museums. There's t- there's tons of culture and history and just like oh, Mrs. O'Leary's cow in Chinatown. That's it. That's it. That's all. Okay. Well, that's another discussion for another episode. We probably should do an episode on Chicago. Like we probably really probably should do that. Uh, and if y'all don't listen, he gonna be big mad. But we we talking about Power Hour. That's the you know that's the episode in a nutshell. Uh, yeah, like she said, next episode one it's gonna be a lot of gunfire. So probably about to be a lot of bodies dying. Uh, so come back end of this week for our regular episode of Uncensored Life. Uh. I don't know if it's going to be just entertainment news or if we're going to do a Chicago episode. I don't know, but the Chicago episode is coming. So stay tuned. Uncensored Life with the Saunders, Power Hour. It's been fun. Yes, it's better. Listen. We out.